What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Water Boys Podcast. So we are back on a Monday, and we're full staffed again. I'm on. Welcome back. It's Yo. been about a. It's been you missed a whole episode. You couldn't. You weren't there to defend your boy Ben Simmons. Uh, it, it was sad, but you know we enjoyed Bro. it because. Yo, well, hold on. You're telling me you trashed my man Ben Simmons? Yes, sir. Is what you're saying? Oh, you're yep. dead. Yep, yep, yep. It's up on the games, bro, bro. Okay, I gotta say this because I was there on Friday. <laughs> ben Simmons dropped a quick 42 on Gobert's head, bro. Gobert could not guard Ben Simmons. So call um, the yeah, we actually, talked, we actually talked about that specific game, and uh, it wasn't actually 42 points yeah. on Gobert. It was nine points on Gobert, and then 40 like the rest uh, was on other players. But before we go into mm-hmm. any discussion, we just want to say... Hold on, nine points. Hold on, hold on. I gotta say, nine <laughs> points? Best of his own shoot? Well, that's cap. Best of his own shoot three-pointers, bro. Y'all capping right now. Yeah, it could be... Caught you. Caught you. Caught you. Okay, obviously you, you don't watch can... basketball because there's a thing called free throws. Um, hey, that also but... counts the, the free throws that he made on. Yeah. Hey, the... Why are you getting <laughs> okay. okay, so we want to thank everyone who's <coughs> listening for um helping us reach this milestone of 50 listeners on Spotify and across all platforms. It is truly amazing how far we have come along in uh about uh two months now. So we want to thank every single one of you. Um, it's always fun for us to come on here, and it kind of like helps us ease throughout our day. And um, on the flip side, we want to take a moment to uh, remember. Scotty Pippen's son, Antron, who passed away this uh, this day on um, at 33 years old. He was a young young, young guy. Young boy. Uh, still had yeah. a lot of um, life ahead of him. And it's just sad to see someone um, related to Scotty Pippen or, you know, any NBA legend pass away. But with that, we are going to now head into the podcast. And we have... Listen, I'm going to say this right now. And... You guys have to bear with me, but this Sunday, I got this news in football, and I'm talking about the original football. I'm talking about as soccer? I call it soccer, right? Okay. Um, there's this thing called Super League. We don't cover soccer, or you know, um, we only cover basketball and football. But we got to talk about this, man. Um, this is just unbelievable. I hate it to my core. I'm upset that Barcelona signed to this. I'm upset that a bunch of teams that I like signed to this. Um, literally is made for the money, and I hate it. So for those who don't know what I'm talking about, um, I'm just going to say soccer. But, uh, but um, So there's this league that has been formed in Europe for soccer called the Europe Super League. And what it does is it takes, uh, I believe, six teams from the Premier League, which is the uh, league, the domestic league in Europe, right? And it takes uh, three teams from uh, the domestic league in Spain, La Liga. It takes three teams from the domestic league in, um, I believe, uh, Italy, right? And what it does is it's, it's a total of uh, 12 teams, and it's putting them all into one super league, they call it. And the unique thing with this uh, league is that if you're part of this league, you cannot play in your domestic league. Your players cannot play in their national teams, right? You can't compete in the Champions League, which is was known as, like, um, a competition for all Europe things. 
So it's like taking away almost everything that fans actually want to see. It's basically right, right, Amon, for like um to explain it um to like use an analogy. It's like taking yeah. the top six teams in bas or the top four teams in basketball and making them their own league and only those teams play. And no matter what happens, oh. suppose if a team goes um <clears> oh <throat> and eighty two, right, among those four teams, they're still yeah. gonna be there. They're not they're not gonna get demoted, they're not and then like n- none of that. No. It's just like those four teams only. And it's based purely but, off um, of their um uh how skill. wealthy the team is. So it's it's just completely um as a fan of soccer, right? I hate it because I was like I I love the Champions League because it's so fun. You never know who's gonna pull off an upset. Um it's like the March Madness of basketball. You never know what's gonna happen. And every game is just like it it's competitive for a reason because everyone's playing for a stake and now when you take away these top tier teams even from their domestic teams it's just blowing a hole like in a hole in the sport and on top of that right. you're not even going to let them represent their country man like that's like saying that um if you play in those four uh teams right in the basketball analogy amon it's like saying mm-hmm. you can't play in the olympics oh. even if you wanted to yeah, it's, I get that now. it's really, it's really stupid. It kind of just takes away from everything. And it's like the 12, like, major teams, like, major, major. So, for from our standpoint, I'm an NBA fan. So, what I've heard, it's kind of basically like putting, like, let's see, teams like the Lakers, Nets, um, Bucks, um, Clippers. Sixers, Clippers, Jazz, Suns. Actually, not even those teams, because those aren't, like, major market teams. Because these are all the major market teams. So, like, maybe, like, the Knicks, right. they're a major market team. Celtics. Yeah, Celtics. The Warriors have become a major market team now. But, yeah, that's, like, putting all of them into a league. Like, all the big market teams that are worth more. And small smaller market teams, let's say, like, the Grizzlies, Timberwolves, places that people don't really want to go, they just kind of get left out. And... It's it's really stupid. It's really stupid because, and like like I said, like they can't play for like their national team during the World Cup, right? Like yeah, World Cup or even just like international friendlies, or you know, there's um other competitions in international games that they can't partake in. Yeah, like that's the, just, the national I don't national know. Cup. That's really dumb. I don't know why. But that's, the, the, that's the rich even, yeah. just trying to get richer. Yeah, it's really interesting. Um, Apparently, so though. because of COVID, right? Um, the Champions League lost about 1.6 billion pounds in revenue, and apparently Jeez. these guys don't understand that because there's uh, 1.6 billion. Okay, that's a lot. Okay, that's, that's, a, that's a lot. I understand that's a lot, but you also have to understand that um, Champions League is one of like the biggest events in sports, right? And if right. not the biggest, actually, and um, that due to COVID. You can't have fans in the stadium. You can't have vendors. You can't have all that. I mean, obviously, you're going to lose revenue. But just because one year it happens, it doesn't, like, mean anything. This um, proposed um, Super League team, I believe, is supposed to give them about £6 billion uh, in return. So, it's obviously for the money. I hate it to my core. So, let's go back to what we usually talk about, you know, basketball and football. Uh, Football news that came up... uh, Today, uh, Alex Smith retiring 
I hate to see him go. He fought a lot back to get back from injury. Um, no matter how he left, he he left as a legend. I can say that. Uh, like Amon knows how much I like to play with him on Madden. Uh huh. Uh, but now <laughs> I think it's time for the goat, Tyler Heineke, to step up. What do you say, Amon? Tyler Heineke, yes, sir. Yeah, I, I want to see him step up. I want to see him um play because that kid uh showed out in um in in that in that Bucks game. Like, I think he truly might have talent. I I'm like everyone counted the football team out, and the Heineken's like, nope, I'm gonna carry them real quick. And he, bro, him and the defense carried that team in that playoff team or in the playoff run. I mean, may I say? I think, yep. uh, so I got a question. So do you think Heineke is going to, like, start day one, or do you think uh, Fitzpatrick is going to get that start over Heineke? I think it might be uh, Fitzpatrick. Um, to be honest, I forgot Fitzpatrick went to the uh, uh, football team, but uh, I think Fitzpatrick going to start, and um, maybe depending on how Fitzpatrick plays, because as great as he is, he is on and off. We have to be realistic in that aspect. And, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, you know, they might want to put in a fresh pair of legs and put in Heineke. See, the only reason like I like Heineke uh, apart from the memes is that um that one play he did right the diving touchdown. That's something that yeah. isn't like a one and done play. You know what I mean? Like right. we have seen players play really good in the past, and then when they get like that contract, they play bad. For example, like Teddy Bridgewater, uh, Kyle Allen, even. Like, remember when Kyle Allen, like, um, got subbed in, uh, for Cam Newton, and then, like, he went on, like, on a good streak, he threw, like, two, and um, two touchdowns, and then he threw and four touchdowns. Yeah, and, and then, like, they released Cam Newton, and they were like, yeah, this is gonna be our guy for the future, but then they traded him off to Washington football team, and he hasn't been, um, that great since. But so, also, like, that's the same with, uh, Nick Foles. Nick Foles hasn't been, hasn't been good, uh... On the Bears or the Jags. Yeah, so, like, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, um, the reason, like, the reason I like Heineke this much is because, like, from the one game that he played, he showed what he could do wrong as well as what he can do right. Most of the busts we see in the one game that people, like, notice them, it's only what they're doing right. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, okay, now let's switch gears. Like, we switched so many gears today, but let's switch one more time to talk about the NBA. One specific team is catching my eye in the league right now, and that is the Golden State Warriors. Ninth currently in the conference, just lost to the Celtics on Sunday night to a thriller. Um, Tatum. Tatum and off. Yep. It, it was a good game. Arguably game of the night. And, you know, this offense, 15th in the league, defense, 21st in the league. They did have a lot of injuries in the beginning of the season. Now we're finally get to seeing, you know, them slowly um, grouping up into a solid team. We see Curry going off. Come on, give me your take on this team. What do you think is going to happen with them? Do you think they're going to have any chance in the playoffs? Do you think they can get past the first round? What's happening? So my problem with the Golden State Warriors is, right, without Curry... That team is a G League team, bro. G League, maybe maybe even a bad G League team. That team's horrendous, that Curry. But when when Curry is in the mix, that team's like a playoff team, like for sure, like a, like a playoff 
contender, not a championship or anything. But I'll, I'll play a contender for sure. But, but the problem is, what happens when Curry's not there for a game or two? You know, like, there, there was, like, all right, so look at Are we talking when everyone's healthy? Or, or is it, like, just in real life, how things happen in the playoffs? Uh, I think with the current team they have right now. So, no Clay Thompson. Okay. I think that's what you're asking, right? Okay, about Clay okay. Thompson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Right now, I think they can surprise a team in a seven, in, in a seven game series. A series, I'll tell you that. I think like they have the ability to surprise a team, but I don't know about sweeping or even a five game series. I can't see it. I think a surprise, at most a six game series win. I think that's what I see with them. But 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 I can't see them going past the second round. I think. They they can maybe get get past the first round if they get if they surprise someone if they do something different but um I think at best they'll they're a second like second uh they're in the, the second step of the the thing yeah so I don't see them I like what you said team. about the uh, ability of them to uh, surprise the team because I look at this team right and I'm liking what I'm seeing you know point guard who do we have we have the greatest shooter of alive we have Steph Curry right. Um, 31 points per game. He can get it done on the offensive side of the ball. Who do we have on defense, you ask? Oh, I'm going to say Draymond Green, Jameis Wiseman. Jameis. James Wiseman. But James um, Wiseman isn't a great defender, though. Like, I watched him. He's not the best defender. I'll tell you that for sure. Like, he's probably, like, an average defender most. That's my... Yeah, but like, under, like, the coaching of Dr- uh, Draymond Green and uh, Steve Kerr, I think he can become a bit more... Above average. Yeah, okay, um, yeah, okay. I see a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's yeah. what I'm coming at. And um, I think that they have a good young core. I'm looking at the roster right now. The only problem I see, they have too many guards. I'm going to list you all the guards they have right now. Stephen Curry, <laughs> Andrew Wiggins, Kelly Oubre, Jordan Poole, Ken Bazemore, Damian Lee, Brad, Brad Wanamaker, Nico Mannion, I would I say Wiggins uh, and Ubre can play. Manian to go. I would say Ubre and Wiggins can, can both play forwards, especially Ubre. Yeah, he can definitely play uh, power. Even if we forward. take those two out, we still have Gary Payton. Yeah, still a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's the only problem I see for this team is that they have too many um, uh, guards. Right? They need and to. Not many pr- forwards. Yeah. Yeah, they right. need to build up on that forward position, especially with Durant leaving. And um, leaving a huge hole in the offense, right? And Clay being out, like I'm pretty sure if Clay comes back, he might play the two or three, most likely the two. Um, and Wiggins gets and Ubre get pushed uh, down. Um, but I think this team, like Amon said, might pull off an upset in the first round. But second round, I'm not sure. I'm I'm leaving yeah, that as yeah, that's on point. Yeah, as if they push the game to like six series, then they're gonna win. If they can't do that, if and if if it's if they're down like, um, even two to one, I'm I'm uh I'm not I'm not sold on them, because this team has okay. a huge problem with consistency, and I'm not talking about Steph Curry. I'm talking about the team as a whole. Um, oh, yeah. Even when Curry drops like, season. even yeah, when Curry drops like sixty, this team sometimes loses. Right. Um, like for example, like on Sunday, they. Oh, no, sorry, was that Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. Um, he dropped 47. Team still lost. Uh, but, you know, 
I think this team has some potential in the years to come. Other than that, right now, I'm struggling to see something. Danny, what do you got? Uh, I would agree with Amon. I feel like they have the ability to pull off an upset in the first seed. I think they're definitely coming out of the play-in tournament. Right now, we see that we have, right now, that would, would, what teams that would be in the play-in tournament, the Spurs, the Warriors, the Grizzlies, <coughs> and, wow. And the standings are glitch. Nice at saying the... Right now, in the NBA standings, it's telling me that the Heat are the seventh seed in the West. Very nice. Uh, uh, what team says... Oh, the, the Trailblazers are the seventh seed in the West, right? Yeah, that okay. makes more sense. Yeah, because, I don't know. It says the Celtics are the fifth seed in the West, the Knicks are the sixth seed, and the Heat are the seventh seed in the West. So, uh, yeah, we got a real uh, playoff hunt going right now. Um... But yeah, I definitely see them coming out of one of the two te- one of the two teams to come out of the play-in tournament, and against a team like the Jazz or the the Suns, right? I could definitely see them upsetting, because I don't know, like we haven't really seen the Jazz do have, make much noise in the playoffs, except that one year where they went to the second round after beating the Thunder, um, and the Suns they haven't touched the playoffs in years. Years, yeah. Years. I think the last time they probably made the playoffs were the Steve Nash days. Um, and also, um, so one thing with the Jazz. So, like, for me, like, my biggest problem with them is what happens when the shooters don't make shots. Like, who do they have, uh, you know, like, in the main, in the paint, in the middies? Like, Arlen Mitchell and Gobert, there's not a player that I can look at and be like, yeah. That dude's clutch. He's gonna bring them out of the game, like because because like this year, right? The games where the shooters didn't make shots, they lost that game. For example, games like the Lakers, right? They can win games without the shooters making too many shots. Um, Sixers, same thing. Bucks, same thing. You know what I mean? I, so I think that that's my biggest problem with the with the Jazz. That's why I wouldn't say that they're still like even though like the record is really good. In the playoffs, it's just a different atmosphere and everything, you know? So, I agree. I think, for that reason, the Jazz are just kind of inconsistent in that reason. Yeah. And especially this week, Steph Curry, he's just been on a different level, man. Like, Yeah, his last 10 games. His I last, think he's been crazy. Yeah. In his, in his last, in this week, week 17, he's averaging 43.8 points per game, 5.8 rebounds, and 5 assists. And they were 3-1 and one this past week. That's just... That's just insane. Averaging 44 yeah, so points like, a game. Jeez, bro. <laughs> All right. I, I got a question. I got a question. Okay. Um, does Curry's performance the past, like, 10 uh, games or so boost his um, uh, stock for, for, for the MVP winning, or is it still, like, where he is? Oh, right oh most that, definitely. That is, yeah. Uh, yeah. The NBA has really snubbed him on the MVP list. Yeah, I like, would definitely I'll say I'll, I'll, after this week, I would keep him in the top five in MVP I voting. Personally, personally, for me, he's third right now. Like after that performance, I don't know about third. I just have... because of his ninth in the league right now, but yeah. But I would say he's definitely top five. I would still say Jokic is number one with Embiid back, number two, Giannis three. Um. Who's who's left? I think Curry, Doncic, Luca, yeah. 
Luca or uh, I don't know. It's hard pass there, but I know that's that's definitely my top three. Uh, All right, so a question about the Warriors. Who do you see making the biggest jump next year for the Warriors? Like from this year to next season. From here to next. Would season. you say Wiseman? Yeah, I, yeah, I'm going with James Wiseman. Um, but as a dark course, I'm gonna go I'm with going... someone else. Actually, I would okay, go, go with go Andrew Wiggins. Okay. I I would say Not somebody else. I would say that he he like recently he's been playing a lot better than he was before. His defense before was atrocious. It's picking up. It's getting better. Um, I think that comes with the he's coaching. Doing the ball a lot better too now. Yeah, with Draymond Green and yeah, I think he could go to an All Star level player next year if he makes a jump. All Star really? Yeah. Because okay. he his scoring is amazing. He just needs a worth ethic and improve his defense. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with somebody else that's probably not even in your guys' top five. Uh, I'm going with Juan Toscano Anderson. From the things I've seen from this guy, uh, he has the makings of a great uh, NBA player. He's got the 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 right um uh frame, um the right moves and everything. He just needs to work on his offense and um his footwork. Oftentimes, it is a lot um what do you say solid like. Uh, like stiff, right? He needs to become more fluid with the game and more fluid with the offense to really make an impact on the game. I think defensive wise, um, I've seen some pretty good things from him, and I think under if uh he gets under the wing of Draymond Green, he can only go up. Um, but what do you guys think? Do you agree with uh Juan? I could see that well, happening because uh, okay. he's shown his flashes. We... I I'm not gonna lie, I have zero clue. <laughs> Who that dude is? Like I don't want what uh, I don't know who that is. He he comes I, off their bench, I think, right? Like, yeah. And uh, he I'm had saying. that one clip that went famous where on the media they're like Curry's teammate uh did something and they didn't even yeah. say his name and he he retweets it and says uh, I have a name and it's pretty funny. Oh oh okay okay I saw that okay. Come on, we all know you have no clue, bro. It's okay. No 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 no. no. <laughs> I saw it on a sports center like a month ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think BR posted it, not gonna lie, but uh I don't remember, but I just remember that happening. Uh Alright, I'm just random. This is completely random, but I just see this tweet by Kendrick Perkins in front of my face, so I just have to mention it. Five hours ago he said, Julius Randall ranks number three on my updated MVP list. <laughs> Right behind Embiid and right behind Embiid and Jokic, bro. Uh, Dark Horse MVP. I mean, I guess. Oh, but no, like, did you guys see that one guy? Don't um, mess with him, bro. The, the MVP thing. Did you see the one guy on ESPN who said Rudy Gobert was his MVP? Did I did not. I did not see that. that. No <laughs> way they actually said that. Doing oh, some hardcore. I'm not gonna say it, but yeah, they're on something else, dude. Yeah, maybe <laughs> they. So that's a very interesting pick. Very, very. I I would even say he's the most impactful player on his team. I'd say Donovan Mitchell's more impactful, but on the defense side, right, definitely right? go bear. But like, like I would say, like Mitchell's probably like top ten right now. Yeah. Right. Mitchell is definitely MVP top 10. winning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also after our last episode, uh. During that episode is when uh, 
Donovan Mitchell was injured, and the reports came back, and it's nothing too serious. He should be missing about a week. And okay, luckily, that, that's good. Yeah, luckily that's it was nothing good. major because it was something major. That's Jazz's playoffs playoff run down the drain. Like I felt, I felt really bad when uh, Jamal Murray uh, had his ACL torn. Right? Yeah. I mean, that was that's horrible for the Nuggets. That's rough. Look, because in, in the playoffs last year, he was a different breed in the playoffs. Dropping like fifty on the daily, like it was nothing. Yeah, yeah, he was. Playoff like, Murray was a different breed. The layups he made were like Jordan esque. Yeah, right, those like, are crazy. Like, yeah, like his layups were just like, yeah. Um, it's just but uh, like injuries are the worst, dude. Like, like even in every sport, like injuries are the worst. Like they yeah. they ruin everything. Like, yeah. In NFL, you know, especially NBA, this season, there's been way more injuries, especially to like the major, like, like Harden, Katie, and Kyrie have all missed a significant amount of games. Uh, LeBron missed like a month. Lamelo balls most likely out for. Katie has another um hip contusion. Yeah, he got injured in the last game. Yeah, I don't know. This season's like, been rough. I, okay, I feel like either. The Nets are, are the soft babies that can't take any injuries, or it's just like unlucky. Like, like there is way to be real. Unlucky. Way to be real. Um, we say, uh, God, nice about it, Amon. <laughs> bro, I hate the Nets. Friggin' losers. Yeah, if they keep up this team, injury streak, bro, they're like, not gonna be doing anything in the playoffs. Like, bro, I feel like it's all made up, bro. I feel like they're like, oh, do do do. We can beat everyone in the league. No, but Katie actually like got injured. You could see it on that play. Yeah, oh well, no, like that that one that one I saw live because I was watching the game, and I was like, oh yeah, he got hurt. But like, the harder one's pretty sus. I ain't gonna cap you. Like, like how to get injured? Like that was. I mean, if they're gonna keep doing this, they're gonna have no chemistry. So I think that kind of backfires on their own. But I feel like Steve Nash is, is smooth brain, and he's thinking like, <laughs> I think we can all agree. I think we can all agree that um, if the Nets fail to win, they yep. are officially the most disappointing team in yeah. all of NBA history. Yep, that is very true. That'll be worse than 2011. I agree. That'll be worse than 2011 Heat. Yeah. That's, that or was, even the Lakers. The, what, the Steve Nash, Dwight Howard Lakers? Yeah. Yeah. Bro, the, yeah, I don't know. If they fail to win this year, that's just going to be sad. That's going to ruin... All of their legacies. Not being able to win with this much talent around you, like yeah, crazy. like for for KD, like he'll look horrible. Yeah, will he not? He will. Cause, cause people will, 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 like for his legacy, like they'll keep saying that KD like needs super teams to like win win championships. Yeah, and you know, even like, with like, a super like, team, he couldn't win a, a championship too. Exactly, like he like will like he look worse. Yeah, but I feel like. If he wins it or doesn't win it, it just like still like, like has a thing that's negative about him. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it just the Nets better win it, dude. They better <laughs> pressure. I would pressure be very them. happy if, if they, they wouldn't win it. Even if the Lakers don't win, I'd just be happy if the Nets don't win. I just don't like them. Same, like they're bro. All, all the veteran like buyout market, like market, like buyout market free agents are like. Either Lakers or like Nets, like there's no team in between. Like there's no Bucks, there's no Celtics, there's no Jazz. It's just like why? Like 
they're so hungry to get a chip, it's pissing me off. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why? There are 30 teams in the NBA, not two. Like, chill, bro. Nah, they're only chill. two. What do you mean, about? But that's the difference. That's the difference between this era and the era before. Like, this year, this era, like, the players, like, weren't easy. I'm like, I'm like Michael Jordan, right? Like, the Bulls were trash, and he still stuck with them the entire career because he, like, wanted to work with them. Like, you know it's tough? Look, he did it. You know what yeah. I mean? That's the difference. Like That's why he's the GOAT. Okay. <laughs> okay, but, but, um, okay, but... Okay, but... what you said about... What you said about KD, right? Um, I just want to bring something up uh, quickly. Um, KD, right, on a podcast, he said that when he was with the Warriors, right, when he made that infamous decision to leave the Warriors um, and everyone thought he was betraying, right? Um, apparently, when he went there, he wasn't like, what do you say? They weren't the best of friends, him and KD, Clay and Dre and Steph. Like, um, the, you know what I mean? Like, they weren't like, Close is what he was saying. He was saying, you know, they weren't, and I quote, they weren't my boys. And um, that just shows, like, that I think he generally made a mistake leaving to the Warriors because if he stayed with Russ, I have a strong feeling he would have gone to the finals. Because the year before, they were so close. They were literally one win away. You stick with that team one more time, and look, you can make the finals. And this time, even if you do go against, like, LeBron or somebody, you have a better chance because when you and faced LeBron when you were younger, you were less experienced. Now, you are experienced. You know what I mean? And I feel like that the Thunder would be a more uh, favorable place to go in the offseason. So they definitely could have picked up some more pieces if they needed to. Because after Kim Duran left, they, no one wanted to really go there just to play with Russell Westbrook. But if they had Russ, KD, I feel like they could definitely get some pickups in the offseason. Exactly. Yep. Oh, I agree. I think KD just, he's just gotta be using his brain and, and, and he's gotta get off of Twitter, dude. These guys delete Twitter, get off Twitter, just delete it, don't touch Twitter ever again. Dude tweets way too much. Like, he, he, he has an addiction, I swear. Pretty bad. <laughs> nice, <Emma>. Nice. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Um, but with that, clear, um, right? I think I think yeah, I think we can end the episode on that note. Um, thank you all for listening to another episode of the Water Boys Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. If you haven't already, go check our Instagram page at Water Boys underscore Podcast and our Twitter page at on Water Boys Capital P. We'll be back again on Wednesday. Episode will be out on Thursday, so uh, make sure to be tuned in for that. Thank you again for fifty listeners. Um, and uh, yeah, have a great week. Peace.